Long Ash Podcast. We're doing a weird one today, guys, because we don't care. All right. That is true. Whoa. So I'm here. We got Secret Chris front and center today. Uh, Aqua Waters is behind the behind the uh, the eight ball over there. Is that a double negative? What? Aqua Waters. <laughs> Isn't that a no? That's Aquafina. Aquafina, yeah. Who is both a water and a Person, actress, apparently. Actress, I guess, yeah. Who was not very good in Jumanji too? I gotta say. She good in anything though? I don't. I never saw her in anything else, but I know she wasn't <clears throat> that good in Jumanji too. No offense to Aquafina. I'm sure she's a great, great lady. Is this the? Is this the? Uh, the girl that played um, Dane the, DeVito. Yeah. Oh. She did like the most the, uh, over the top, like almost Jewish New York accent. I'm like, Dane DeVito doesn't sound like that at all. Is she? Is she the girl from the Avengers, the um, Guardians of the Galaxy? Not no. that girl, no. right? No. No. Is she? Wait, was she? I don't no, think uh, so. Mantis. No, that's not. That's her. a different lady. Yeah. How do you? How do you? What's going on with this microphone stand here, Chris? I'm just going to town on it right now. Big man can't even work the mic stand. Look at that. Oh, let me rock out. Looking like Freddie Mercury. So we have a Halloween-themed, right, type episode? Yes, we do. Halloween, we want to talk about some scary movies. I, I want to talk about some scary movies. Greg said no, so he left. See ya. So he's over there. Um, first of all, you know, we got to do a little cigar talk. See ya. Um, today <clears throat> I am smoking, uh, I wanted something, we had a big lunch, we had a, I mean, Chris had his own stuff, but then me and Greg enjoyed some, mm. some fire roasted chicken. Delicious. Dude, for eight ninety five quarter, quarter dark meat, two sides and a, and a cornbread. You need more chicken. Fire roasted chicken, Cedar Knolls and West Caldwell, New Jersey, free advertising. Go, go check them out. Greg had the works. He had the potatoes, the broccoli, the chicken. Yeah, and he had more chicken. He had double the amount of chicken. Wow. And he had my cornbread and his own cornbread. Delicious. What's the difference between cornbread and a corn muffin? Is it just shape? Yes. Mm. Same mm. ingredients. Papa Different John's. pizza. Yeah, I was going to say some kind of Papa John's thing. <laughs> Did you see Taco Bell's getting rid of the Baja Blast? So what's their point anymore? That is true. You know? Bunch of bullshit. Anyway, so what, what, I wanted something. I don't want something too heavy after the meal because I was already... You know, my stomach and everything, a little gassy. So I wanted some, you know, a nice solid medium body. And then I uh, was going through some of our cigars in the humidor and realized I haven't smoked one of these in ages. This is the Ashton Heritage Puro Soul. Um, one of the more unknown of the Ashtons. Is that the, what's the word I'm looking for, Chris? Underrated? Under the radar? Under the radar. Maybe? Under the Under the rated. Under the rated. Under the rated. So you have your regular Ashton, everyone knows. You have your Ashton H. Maduro, everyone knows. Your Ashton VSG, everyone knows. Your Ashton ESG, everyone knows. And your Ashton Symmetry. But I feel like this one doesn't get a lot of credit. So here's the credit. Delicious medium body, uh, Dominican filler and binder, and then a Cameroon wrapper. So it's got a little zest, a little earthiness to it, but like this nice medium body, almost fall nuttiness. I want to smoke this while eating like squash soup. Like a very fall-esque cigar. Again, solid medium body. Um, but that's what I went with. Chris went for something more appropriate for uh, our topic today. What are you smoking, Chris? I am smoking the Tatuaje Skinny Monster, the face. Um, I think Ford Leather Face, mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think this is my only... Well, yeah, this is my only second Skinny Monster I've smoked. I smoked the Jason, I think, when I first started here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's so far it's really good. I... 
Uh, do you know the specs on it? I think it's an Ecuadorian Habano <laughs> wrapper. On okay. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not like a. Usually, I don't go for this size. Um, mm-hmm. But I but I think like you said, after a big lunch we all had, this is perfect. Yeah, you had big ziti too. I did. Yeah, homemade. Oh, we're, um, all, we're all so fat. Oh, all three <laughs> but yeah, no, I think this is a perfect size. Um, and I, it's the wrapper's a little bit lighter, I, I believe, than the Jason, right? Yeah, Jason uses a broadleaf. This uses Ecuadorian about. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, right now, this is tasting re- really, really good. I like the band, and I like how all the bands coincide with the the I guess the monster or the the. Yeah. Horror villain, it, it's you it's know, a lot it's more compared to it's a lot more apparent on like the actual releases of those cigars. Okay. So it gets a little confusing, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second because that's yeah. going to be our segue in the movies. But let's find out what uh what rocking '90s over here is smoking. I got uh, Foundation, the Tabernacle. If your jeans were any bigger, they'd be it would be like even a more perfect picture. Like if you had just like a little bit wider jeans. I am considering of taking some scissors to the knees right now. And then, dude, then take his flannel, tie it around your waist. There you go. And, uh, you know, go see Pearl Jam. Yeah, party time. Mm. Excellent, yeah. Yeah, go see Pearl Jam at, uh, at what the hell was that? Um, Some venue Woodstock, Woodstock 92, which was like a nightmare. <laughs> Sounds good to me. No, did you, did you ever hear the story of, like, they did Woodstock <laughs> again in 92? 99 or 92? It was, it was, it was the 92 one. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, like, Red Hot Chili Peppers were there and, like, a bunch of other bands. Okay. And it was just, like, debauchery. Like, people were assaulted and there was, like, a two-death. It was just, like... The total opposite of like original Woodstock. My uh, soon-to-be sister-in-law, she went with her husband to the Woodstock '99, and somehow they got like they split up and like couldn't find each other for four hours. Jesus, and this was like obviously we had no before cell phones. Yeah. cell phones and stuff. So, but that's when I think like Corn and Limp Bizkit and Green Day were there. That's my type of jam right there, yeah. baby. <laughs> it's called Greg Greg Stock instead of uh, Greg Stock. Stock. <laughs> that's all his bands. Corn, Limp Bizkit, and Green Day. What a what a roller coaster of of music! <laughs> Another turning point of folks like in the red. I love Green Day. I like Green Day too. Just not, a, not a, and I really never really got into Limp Bizkit or Corn. I saw Corn live. That was interesting. I know Corn from I think they were in a South Park episode. Probably. I actually think they were one of them and Radiohead. I think were the only celebrity cameos in South Park that yeah. played themselves. I yeah, think you were saying he, yeah. last week or a few weeks ago that like celebrities want to come on but they're like you're not going to be like yeah. yourself you're going to be like a dog's voice yeah they always give like them that. something weird to do but i think corn actually played corn and radiohead uh was radiohead um which you got to do for those yeah. for those bands in the mid 90s you got to oh, yeah. you got to give it to them um what are you smoking over there waters uh the tabernacle but just to let you know the um faces mexican san andreas it's mexican san andreas my apologies so getting back to the uh the monsters so basically how those releases work, and this is, I don't know, 2005, 2006, I want to say you started doing it, maybe 2007, is they release one, and it's its own unique size, and it comes in like a dress box, usually like a coffin box. But then like once every couple of years, he releases all of them in a unique size, So, um, and usually sometimes in a sampler and sometimes individually, so... The original face didn't look like that. It was bigger, and it actually, I believe it had like a frayed bottom to kind of resemble like gotcha. the leather face yep. chainsaw kind of thing. Um, but then he released, one year he released the Pudgy Monster, so he released all of the Monster series in, I want to say they were either robust, they were like shorter than robustos, maybe like fat Coronas. The like last fat time I was on here, yeah, we smoked the MBS. Yes, yeah, so they, they were all kind so, of that okay. that size, but not box pressed. They were, gotcha. they were rounded. Uh, and then he did the Skinny Monsters a few years later. 
Um, this year, he so he released kind of two monsters this year. He released the MBS, and then he just released the Karloff. So I guess he ran out of monsters, so now he's going towards the actors that played yeah. those monsters. I love it. I love, I love um, that. I'm trying to think. Let's see if we can think of all the monsters that he's done. So he's done the Jason, which is Friday the 13th. He's done the face, which is Leatherface. He's done the mummy. Drac. The Drac. He's done the Frank. Mm-hmm. He's done the Freddy. He's done the Bride. He's done the Michael for Michael Myers. Oh, wow. He did the Chuck. He did the Tiff. He did the Jekyll. He did the Hyde. And I think he did the Wolfman. And what color Just were wolf. the bands? Just the Wolf. Just the Wolf. What's, what's JV13? Uh, that was the Jason Voorhees 13. That was the Jason. Minimum, which I guess is his mommy, right? Yeah. Read them off. Keep going. Well, I mean, I can go through the whole thing. Cause I, sure. So it's the Frank, the Drac, the Face, the Wolfman, Frank Jr., Little Drac, Babyface, Wolfie, Mini Mom, The Mummy, The JV-13, Frank, Drac, Face, Wolf, Mummy, Jason, Chuck, Tiff, Jekyll, Hyde. Wow. Do you want the skinnies? Well, well, well and then the <laughs> <laughs> relax. <laughs> and then the newer ones that he just came out with with the Freddy, the Michael, the Bride. And then this year, right. this year he released the, uh, the I believe it's just called the Karloff, based on Boris yeah. Karloff, who played. Right. If you ever read into like uh, Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff, like the guys who played like the original, you know, Frankenstein and Dracula, their careers after those movies were like really sad. Like they get kept getting typecast, and then uh, Bella Lugosi ended up being in those stupid Ed Wood movies, like those yeah. crappy like space alien from yeah. Sector Nine garbage things. That's what you know. That's what I like about now. I feel like a lot of actors and actresses, they kind of like, they create their own career. Like you see a lot, Jason Bateman is doing like Ozark yeah. and The Outsider. He's not just, you know, staying within comedy. I'm trying to think that I, there was there was a first one for that, like in the past 15 years. Who? What do you who, mean? Like the first guy who went, like he was a, maybe like a Steve Carell like I could say, maybe like, Jim Carrey went. Oh, the, I think Jim Carrey yeah. is is because he did uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, like the number twenty three. Yeah, probably because I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, but I could see him the way he, how he is. He's very self conscious. Yeah, someone could be like, oh, you're only going to be this goofy guy, so he wanted to challenge himself. But you yeah. see a lot of that now, like Ben Stiller. Um, you know, a lot of them do more serious things, so it's it's interesting. I like yeah. that Adam Sandler. Tries to do serious, but then he always comes back to his like goofy comedies. I heard that Hoobie Halloween wasn't that bad. I w- yeah, we watched it. Uh, my fiance and I. I didn't mind it. He paid some homage to like you know O'Doyle's were in it and stuff like that. So. I actually, n- I don't personally know him. He, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I think he's a cigar smoker who follows me on on Facebook. Or we became Douglas. If I'm butchering your name, I don't think you're listening to this, but Bogoyevich or, or whatever. Everybody's um, listening. But I think he is Kevin James's stunt double. Oh, really? Because I always see him like getting oh, ready to like, yeah. and he's filming these. I, I'm pretty sure he's actually Kevin James's stunt double. Like even from like King of Queens or like only. Like, uh, I know movies? recently. 
But yeah, oh, Hubby Halloween was pretty good. Um, at, but what I like about Adam Sandler too is that he's making movies with like all his buddies. Like, yeah, he doesn't. I care. enjoy that. Yeah, you know. But then again, if you don't, if you can't care, if you don't care, then you can't get mad when people like crap on your movie. If you're like, I'm just doing this for a paycheck and to hang out with my friends, that's fine. I don't think the but, only thing I heard him say was, you know, if he doesn't get like awards or nominations for that movie, Uncut Gems, he's gonna go back to making quote unquote crappy movies. A lot because of them, people say, you know, well, some of them, his Netflix yeah. like deal was like seven eight movie deal and like some of them weren't that good but i I don't know if he thinks they're crap or not i don't know if he's just making fun of them oh yeah okay so yeah he's yeah he's definitely a stunt double for kevin james because that was kevin james's character yep that's awesome yeah yeah actually with all the makeup and everything on he actually looks like kevin yeah he does um i feel like there's there's a lot of layers to, to his movies there's like the adam sandler movies that are like Obviously, the classics, and there's the ones that are like just not great, but they're okay. Like I feel like Grown Ups is like okay for some people, like they're big money maker. Well, when you but think then about there's like, just like the garbage that he did, like re, like like the Netflix ones, well, like Jack the, and Jill, Jack and Jill, that roadie, the cowboy one. Yeah, he the, did the, one with I don't like Andy Samberg, but he did one with Andy Samberg. You don't like Andy Samberg? I'm not the biggest fan. You don't like like Brooklyn Nine Nine? I the never. F- my sister tells me I have no, you to watch do, it. I'm, I'm, listen, and I'm then, not. And you then Greg to. said uh, the movie Palm Springs was really good. My roommate was all about that movie. So, My problem with that movie is it, it just looked like Groundhog's Day again. Yeah. That, that's but, what the, but I like yeah. uh, the actress that was in it. I've seen her in a few things. And I might give him a chance because my sister knows how much I dislike him. She's like, he's not your typical Andy Samberg-like annoy, annoying. You know? Like, yeah. I think he tried too hard on SNL, but then he did bring us the Lonely Island like short, digital short. Yeah. So... So so, some I guys give him are, a second chance. Yeah, some guys are better. Like, um, what's that actress's name? She was she's on SNL, but she was um also in Ghostbusters. I mean, what was Kate McKinnon. No, um, Leslie Jones. Yes. Yeah. So like Leslie Jones is funnier in movies, and she's funnier in like the filmed skits than she is in the live. In the live ones. skits, yeah. Like that she's mean, not that great live, she but she's not be, really yeah. funny in the in those other ones. Well, Pete Davidson says he has no idea how he got on SNL because he doesn't do characters. Yeah. He doesn't do anything like that. But he like some of the stuff when he goes on like weekly uh, weekend update and he's making fun of himself. It's 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 funny. He's all he's he's every generation has like an like an Adam Sandler s character. Yeah, it is. was Andy Samberg and now yep. it's like Pete Davidson. That's it's a like good that point. guy. That's a really it's good like, point. It's like that that kind of that kind of guy. But let's get into some scary movies here. Let's yes. try to try to keep it with with Halloween. That's why I brought up Hoobie Halloween. Um, so like, what are some like? Do you do you typically watch scary movies year round? Do you watch them at all? Do you only watch them during this time so, of year? So, it's good because before I wasn't I I wouldn't just watch them like in the summer or the, or the spring. Um, my fiance she loves horror movies, so we can watch them all year round. But there's something like when September hits, it's funny. Like most of us want to watch just like horror movies, but mm-hmm. then they say seg- like then <laughs> she segues into like. Hallmark movies for Christmas, which which they're already starting to pump out. Yeah, but um, but horror movies and and scary movies, I I do enjoy a lot. Um, and I I like the fact that some of them have like three or four to the franchise because I watch all of them. You know, like Scream is one of my favorites. Scream, I like Scream. Honest to God, is more of a summer movie for me because I just remember like renting it in the summertime okay. when I first saw like that. I know what you did last summer. Like yeah. those nineties yeah. kind of slasher movies were always like more summer movies to it me. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, scream, I think takes place like right before high school starts. Yeah. So it's movie, like late so, yeah, August, it is, September like, yeah, kind of thing. Makes sense. 
Um, but yeah, I, I love horror movies. Um, I feel like we're going through a little uh, like renaissance with horror movies right now. And in, in what? And in... like they're good. Get, like there's highly rated ones, whereas like for I, I, I think... feel like for ten years there wasn't. And then like... The Conjuring. I feel like it is all yeah. started started back up with The Conjuring, yeah. where it was scary. It wasn't, I guess, laughable. But then you look back at like Chucky, Bride of Chucky, stuff like that. To me, I find myself being like, this is so cheesy. But I guess back in the 80s when it was yeah. made, it's like, oh, wait, this toy came to life and it's murdering everybody. So The original Chucky, if you watch it through that lens, is is pretty freaky. Um, yeah. yeah, like I can't. I can't watch like the original Frankenstein and be like, ooh, like it's, but it's, it's, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's almost laughable, but you, through the lens of like watching Frankenstein and imagine watching The Conjuring in 1929, people oh, would have dropped dead. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a funny story. I remember when I was little, it isn't a really a horror movie, but it's uh, The Birds by Hitchcock. That's a, that's and a I was horror like 12 thriller. 12 years old, and my mom's like, when I was your age, I watched it and I was horrified. I watch it with my grandparents. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, you could tell the birds are fake. But then I watch it as an adult, like, kind of understanding, like, wait, this guy made an everyday thing, which are birds, horrifying. So you gotta kind of, you do appreciate it a little bit more. You've we've also become numb to it because you got our, you know, everything like you know, pre nineteen, you know, like late nineteen sixties. There wasn't gore or blood. Like, like that's what we think of now for like a scary movie or a yeah. horror movie. When they couldn't put that on screen, they had to rely on like the original haunting, you know, which mm-hmm. is based on the book. And then they just did the show, um, two seasons, like two different seasons, but they did the show. That movie, there's like it's all about like what can be there, not what you see, but like what do you think you saw? What do you think you heard? Yeah, it's mine. Your and that's, mind. It was so much harder now. Like once the seventies came along, and they just gave like a crazy guy a, a hatchet, and like and put a bag over his head. It's like you know that's believable. You know, that's what's believe. Like, yeah. I think I, that's where it crosses crosses the line, like between like believable and like a little bit make believe. You know, like yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street is all about your dreams and your nightmares and your fantasies, and all of us have them. But to the point where you're getting killed in them, like right. that's where the the borderline of it. But like Hills Have Eyes, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, those are very real like yeah. situations, and I think that's what. Especially you know, in I, Texas, they'll get Yeah, it. but I have a few of my friends who are like, I won't watch movies like that because they're too close to home. But you'll watch like The Mummy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because yeah. I think they're they can they need a they need a line where it's right. like fantasy or reality. Um, that's why I like Jeepers Creepers. I feel like Jeepers Creepers, it, it it it's obviously a creature that comes out like every twenty three years for, to feed itself. And but like the setting where they filmed it in Florida. It's just so creepy, and it's like, man, like you you see houses like that on the side. You of know why it's creepy? Because it's Florida. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to my family, right? <laughs> You're uh, from Florida. No. <laughs> yeah. I got you. But no, yeah. So you know, to take it back, I think Scream is one of the first franchises that was like, oh, this is like this is awesome, and I think every movie they got a little bit better. Yeah, I, I didn't see the fourth one. I, saw it in I, I will say it's not memorable, but like the fifth yeah. one's coming out, I'm going to go see. Yeah, I, it. I I always enjoyed them. I will say the first one was perfect in the amount of scary to actually like pointing out the flaws of scary movies yeah. and like that kind of blending. Um, also, if you think about it, not to go down like this route, horror movies are actually generally very progressive films. They always have like a female strong protagonist who always like ends up winning and. Yep. and 
So I think that's also why, as I've gotten older, I, like a lot of my female friends are actually like, all they're, of a sudden they're like they've been they've, oh yeah I've been watching horror movies my entire yeah, life whereas a lot it. of my guy friends won't watch horror movies they don't like them. But why are you looking at me, Nick? My roommate's the same way. My roommate will not. I just got him to watch Sons of the Lambs. I just got him to watch Sons of the Lambs. Why won't he watch it? I don't know. You know, it's, sometimes it's not your bag, man. I don't think he's yeah. afraid. Like he's scared. It's just not his bag, which is like okay. I understand that. What like, I don't understand is how people enjoy being scared. Like I, I don't like. I don't get scared though. Oh, That's I do. The thing. I just like a well-made movie, and there's well-made movies in every genre. Um, I like movies that just make you kind of feel something, yeah. whether it is happy or fear a little bit, you know. And it's it's, but also like you think like Jaws isn't your typical horror movie, but that was rated. So I was going to bring this up, but because I, I watch this every year, um, it's it's kind of getting a little dated now. But uh, Bravo used to do a show where it came out in, like, I want to say, like, 2005. And it was uh, 100 Scariest Movie Moments. It was, like, a five-part series. Oh, man. And they would interview... A, um, it was, like, a lot of, like, famous horror yep. actors or directors. Uh, what the hell is the guy's name? He was in Inglorious Bastards, but he, he directed Hostel. Eli Roth. Eli Roth yeah. was, like, one of the main, like... Yeah, like those, I remember that those, show you're those, talking yeah, about. Those mid-2000s, yep. like, I love the 80s, like, those documentary fun shows where they, like, interview people. But Jaws, not to give it away, Jaws was the number one scariest like like the number one scariest movie moment but there was a lot of ones on there that weren't necessarily horror uh wizard of oz was on there like for the, the scary monkeys oh and yeah yeah the witch um, and all yeah like you know movies that at the time had a scary impact but they go really deep into the artistic like the um the argento film like the 70s italian yes. horror films like uh Suspiria. Suspiria, yeah like those are really creepy but the 70s, it was like, it was the first time that they were doing like these shock value, like Last House on the Left, uh, Hills Have Eyes kind of, sh- you know, evil dead, like shocking things. But then like throughout the 80s, they just kind of hammered that into the oh, ground. Yeah. Then the 90s, you went back to like the kind of early 70s slasher movies with, you know, um, Scream mm-hmm. and I Know What You Did Last Summer kind of stuff. I'm trying to think of horror movies from like the late 90s. Uh, oh, I guess Blair Witch was like was that that was like ninety nine, right? Yeah, yeah. So you had that, and obviously every well, I was a kid when that came out, so I was like, wait, is this real? That well, that was the whole those that, and even even though we were older, yeah. Paranormal Activity, yep. these like kind of found like the good original found footage yeah. one. So like Paranormal Activity one, and Blair Witch one, because there was this element of like, wait, was this like is this real? Yeah. And also, Paranormal Activity is the highest grossing movie of all time in terms of like percentage because they shot it for like $60,000 yeah. on a webcam with like two unknown actors all in that one house and it ended up making like $120 million. Yeah, that's It's insane. like in terms of percentage, the highest grossing and, like percentage. And you think like, I think that wouldn't that come out like 2009, I believe? Yeah, 2008, 2009, like so you right. you think like then it's like that you're at the turn of like, all right, you know, like to make something, I guess, not new, but... You know, from the point of like Blair Witch, but you're like, how is it still horrifying? Like, right. it was all practical. It had to be practical effects and stuff like that. It was just, it was just scary. But th- to me, th- like the ring, extraterrestrial thing. T- oh, not extraterrestrial. Sorry, like, like exorcism. Like, 
like demons like that, like Exorcism of Emily Rose, The Exorcist, those horrify me. So I have to they be in the scary, absolute yeah. mood, like watching right. at, at, at 1 p.m. When the middle of the afternoon yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you know, right before football or something. Yeah. yeah. Because watching that at night and then be like, all right, got to go to bed. Not, not, no, I'm not yeah, going demons, to bed. Demons are freaking. But there's also been some bad, like, demon. There was one with, uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, we're like, and uh, e- even the Devil's Advocate with Keanu Reeves is just like, yeah, there's hit or miss. But even yeah. like when he did, I know it's a comic book, but Constantine, that was Constantine still was good. very like, was good. that was creepy. Um, but yeah, no, the the Exorcism movies are are ones I I tend to I have to watch it at this specific time. And Every, everything yeah, else, I'm speaking kind of, Latin, like the yeah. o- even the Omen, the oh, Omen, yeah. oh, Omen's good. Yeah, but um, Sinister. With Ethan Hawke, like mm. those type of movies, I saw in theater. I was like, I'm good at wa- I'm good watching them yeah. one time. What do you think about those? Uh, or would you even consider them horror movies? Those uh, Purge, the Purge movies, um, or is that just more like a thriller? I action? would say they're more like thriller. Yeah, it's based in. I guess you could see our government doing that. Yeah, I always just say like horror. You know, I guess it does file under horror, it's but happening I, right now. But yeah, right. But horror is more. Um, I don't know. I just think like either, obviously a creature or or just, I, I I don't know. Someone like a Mike Myers like that's there's a there's a, a singular driving there's, driver, there's yeah. a singular driving evil force. Yes, yeah. Whether it's a demon or evil, zombies, yeah. like there's some kind of evil force. Yeah. See, I I also like one, I can't try to think of an example, but like where the the guy just has like a or the or the villain is not necessarily like just pure evil where it's also like oh I can kind of see his point but it's like kind of like the purge it's like ah, I can see like why this makes sense yeah. it's scary yeah and we should never do it but it's like ah, for twenty four hours there is a you can just go and murder and it's it's population control all that you know That's I feel what's like crazy though, but I feel that, like though, though that's it's more class warfare because like. Yeah. I feel like we would be fine. Like, you know, let's get a bunch of guns and like lock yourself in a room for like 12 hours and like anyone comes through the door to shoot them. I feel like it's more like anyone who's like out on the streets, like you're screwed. Yeah. Is it that easy though? Like, yeah, because sit, like they're not sitting they're in not, front of your door and just like, I would sit in front of my door. I, I would do like, like they probably, I, I didn't see the movies, but um, I imagine they have like a panic room. It's like, all right, door's locked. We got, yeah. you know, TV in here and we all have like automatic weapons. Anyone comes through the door, we, we, we pick them it's off. It's number top three uh, survival kits is the TV. As long as they're TV yeah. in the panic room. Well, <laughs> yeah. Because well, otherwise you're TV. thinking about what's going on. But you gotta also Cheetos. remember, there's it's not like it's in an invading army. Like, oh, they're gonna come at me with tanks. It's gonna be hoodlums that maybe will also have a firearm, but they're gonna come at you with bats. And as much as they kind of want to kill you for like the fun of it, they also don't, don't want to die get, yeah. either. So like they're not gonna do any super duper risks. So it's like kind of just like protect yourself, and yeah. you know you sh- it should I, again. Don't think we should do this. I don't no. think we should implement this as a plan. Just saying. Uh, what do you think about like like what what's your favorite era? You think of horror? Uh, by the way, when I was thinking of like early two thousands one, like The Ring, like those yeah. the Japanese esque mm-hmm. horror films that kind of translated. Was Sarah Michelle Geller? I know, what you I, did, I know what you did last summer. No, the other. Oh, she, the, she was to old. Japan. She was in Japan. She, the the, the, uh, kid, the yeah, meow yeah. kid, the cat kid, came out of the shower. And then they just did another one a few years ago. Yeah, it wasn't um, the con. It was it was it was like the same guy who did the original Ring. Yeah, the Ring was horrifying. The Ring, the first one was scary. Yeah, the Ring. Because then horrifying. you think you think it, 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 they tied up with a nice bow at the end, like a typical like nicer horror movie ending. Yeah. But then like nope, like nope. why did you try to save this girl? She's actually like she's bad. She's yeah. a bad girl. 
Yeah. Oh man, that's a good question. I would the grudge. The grudge. The grudge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I would say, uh, just because what I watch almost every fall season are like those classic movies from the eighties. So I like would say the eighties. Yeah. But it's it to rank them would be extremely tough. Like because to me the nineties, early two thousands is a close second. But yeah. then you. Also, you mentioned you're like, yeah, there's a resurgence since like the 2010s to now. Well, like, I like a lot. Like, I haven't seen The Conjuring, but I have seen uh, Get Out and um, what was Jordan Pizzo? Uh, Us. Us. Yeah. I love those That's as films, take, but like, yeah. I don't. I don't see those as like to watch around Halloween though. But they're fantastic movies. They're really and they're creepy and they're yeah. relevant and there's a whole bunch of aspects to my. But I, like, that's not a, like an October. Like Children of the Corn is an October. Yeah. yeah. Movie. That's a f- scary that's, one. Yeah. Not, nothing scary. Anything with creepy kids. Like scary, like mm-hmm. children who are like creepy because like you can't, like what are you gonna do? You can't hit them. They're like no. the omen. Like he was, he got shot at it because he was about to kill this demon child. We're like, oh no, you can't kill this uh-huh. kid. And, and they literally up. named him Damien after yeah. the devil. <laughs> so. But I think that I think that movie is when it started. Like Damien being like a a bad name. Yeah. yeah. And anyone who still names like anyone, you know a Damien? No. Do you know a Damien? Yeah, my uh, cousin's ex-husband. Ex-husband. Yeah. See, yeah. got. Yeah. See, yeah, you, no. like you don't, yes, you don't, sorry? you don't name your kid that anymore. Like, no. I, um, but yeah, no. I also like you got to think about like Stranger Things. The t- like that TV show is so good. Yeah. But it's also very, like, it, every season has come out in the summertime. Yeah. So it's kind of like okay, you kind of wish it would come out in Halloween, but like. That has like the small town feel, like it's mixed with like Super Eight, ET. Those aren't horror movies per no, se. No, it's like that. that it's Stranger like, Things yeah. does like it, it gives you off that eighties horror. That super eighties like poltergeist. Yes, yes, yes. Very eighties vibe. No, what I, do you think I of horror agree. movie remakes, like when they remake Poltergeist. I, I think when they do it well, um, like the new Chucky, I heard was actually pretty good. Uh, like the the remake of that, I think what's I think Aubrey Plaza was in it, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yeah. Um, but then, like in 2010, they redid the Nightmare on Elm Street with Jackie Earl Haley, and you're like, they kind of took away. First of all, when there's especially when there's an iconic actor who's been playing them, like to to try to, to recast Freddie, but to not even ask Robert England, like, do you yeah. want to come back? It's one thing when it's like a Jason, where it's like yeah. you don't know who that is. I mean, Kane Hodder did a lot yes. of them, but he wasn't the original one, nor was he the last one. No, but Robert England was. Robert England Freddy. is Freddie, and even in New Night, which I think I think New Nightmare. Was one of the best. Did you see New Nightmare? No. New Nightmare was the one from like 95, 96, where it's not, it, it, it takes place, it's supposed to take place in the real world. And the actress who played the, in the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. it's about the actress and she's being haunted like by like this, this actual spirit that they like conjured up by doing the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. They've almost created a real life Freddy. Oh wow! It was it was really like Wes Craven's in it as himself, like telling her like, "Hey, be yeah, be careful." Like like actors are in it playing themselves. That's interesting. It's really Wes Craven directed it too. It's really good. Yeah, I think he has to be the best director, right? Like, yeah, there's a lot, man. There's him. There is John Carpenter. You know, um, Sam Raimi with yeah. Evil Dead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. George Evil, Romero. Evil Dead Three got it. You know, it was just goofy. Yeah. Well, Evil Dead 1 was good. Evil Dead 2 was really good. And then Evil Dead 3 was like really good in a culty way. It's, yeah. like, it's like really silly. But no, um, Sam, yeah, Sam Raimi, that's why when he did like the Spider-Mans, I was very like, wait, he's going to do a superhero movie now? But He's very well. Yeah, what's, yeah. what has he done since then? 
I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, because he's like a relatively younger, not younger, but he's, he's not that 50s. old. Yeah. yeah, he's he's not I, anywhere I love how where, he, he always gives Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Like he always gives Bruce Campbell. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's nowhere near like, like, but like you have Clint Eastwood who's 90 and he's ready to do another movie. Did you ever, did you watch the Ash vs. Evil Dead show? No. I heard that was really good. No. I should check um, that out. Did you see the Evil Dead remake? Is it a remake with Bruce Campbell? No, um, I think I don't know if they took just the name. It came out like in I'm 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 taking a guess. It might have come out in like 2013. Um, I think Sam Raimi was a producer on it. Um, it was pretty scary. Okay, I'll have to it check it out. It was pretty scary. Um, and it and it took it looked like it took place in a cabin similar to the. Cabin in the Woods right. Cabin if you've ever seen that one that was Cabin in the Woods was another guy that was, yeah but that was a different take on like that was like pretty much just all the tropes in, in horror yeah. movies and like that but I thought it was great I thought it was good and I, I thought it was a cool avenue for Chris Hemsworth like coming right off of Thor and Avenger I think it was like right after the first Avengers movie right after the, yeah, yeah and then he did that so who, so in your mind really quickly before we wrap this up who is your like you, you don't get scared easily but who is the most horrifying, I guess, monster to you, like, or villain in these movies? Like, someone you just probably wouldn't want to cross in your everyday. Hannibal Lecter is definitely up there, just just because of the kind of r- realism around him, of just being this, like, very smart, always one step ahead, like, yeah. using your own past against you, like, psycho- like, using psychiatry, which is supposed to be helping people, to get past things and like using that against you to get what he wants, which is eating. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, also like eating you. Yeah. Um, I just watched that again the other day and it's, it's a shame because like all the other movies in that, like the, in that series, like weren't that good. Like the, was it red dragon? Red dragon was okay. Yeah. And Norton was in it. The Hannibal, like the one that just called Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal rising sucked. I heard the TV um, show's good. I heard the TV show was good too. Uh, but just he, he, he creeps me out. He gives me the willies and, um, any kind of like a lot of ones from like the 30s and 40s uh any kind of like i'm trying to think of like how to describe it you ever see the invisible man the original one yeah yeah i i finally watched it when i got peacock and it was very like i never saw it before i was like yeah i'll pop it on it's only like an hour and 11 minutes i, I thought it was really awesome well that's the and this is this is what we could finish up on is is universal like trying to take these movies and they like, create their own unit but like they're they're making more action movies than like like than creepy than yeah. creepy, which I guess got started with like the Brendan Fraser, which by the way love those oh, yeah. especially the first two love those yeah movies. they're great love those movies they're great but I guess they're trying to make them more like because that movie I didn't see it but that Mummy what Tom Cruise was, was supposedly just like a bad Mission Impossible with a mummy well that was supposed to start this like kickstart yeah. this yeah universe of I guess like the those type of uh, creatures, you know, like mm. with the blob and creature from the Black Lagoon and Wolf. I, I didn't like Wolfman, but like a werewolf. But yeah, I guess it didn't make any money. I didn't, so I didn't mind the Benicio del Toro Wolfman. Okay, like, I didn't. Mind I need to rewatch it. it. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, Anthony Hopkins is always yeah, good. Like, yeah, you know, But no, um, I would say like a, like a Jason or a Michael that doesn't really speak. And you don't. I guess you don't know their motives. They're not yeah. pretty much telling you. Or, like, or there's just literally no motive. There like, is no motive. They, yeah, there's no That's, reasoning with them. But like I said earlier, any you know exorcist type, I you know being possessed by demons, like that horrifies me. And I don't know if there's true studies on those things, you know. But that's just yeah. 
It's oh, it's oh, it will, all, all the true stories, especially like when they make a movie on a true story, and you read into it, it, it always is like, yeah, I know demons aren't real, but like this looks weird. Like, what was this lady going through? Yeah. And it's usually like some kind of mental yeah. illness, but it's always also like, yeah, like just, Emily Rose. Yeah, yeah, like this is kind yeah. of creepy. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, man. Oh, uh, you know, I mean, I I had a blast. Yeah, thanks for uh, having now, me on. And this is a great topic. It's falls right in line for now. I gotta go home and take his annex and watch a horror movie. Yeah. So, I don't, <laughs> so I don't have a freak out. But uh, yeah, thank you very much. Enjoy your Halloween. Yeah. If you didn't, uh, are, you, are you dressing up? We might, we might, we have an idea of what we might do, but we're not going anywhere. So yeah, it's just dress up in the house. Up in the house. Um, yeah, Rugrats. What we do oh, usually on the weekends. What? What you usually do on the weekends is dress up. I do. Are you on a, what are your kids going? Um, Thomas. And, Tank engine? Yep. And Anna from Frozen. Oh, nice. What are you going uh, with? I don't know. We were going to try to do some family thing and it just. Well, Thomas the Tank Engine and Anna from Frozen. Oh, obviously opposite. But Thomas the Tank Engine can come into, uh, you know, Fro- the world You could do of some Frozen. kind of, like, like children's world Avengers. We were going to do um, my daughter Elsa, my wife Anna, meet Kristoff, and my son Olaf. But Last year, your costumes were on point. What yeah, was last year? Toy Story. Who were you? I was just a Pizza Planet delivery guy. Oh, that's right. He's got a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, a sweatshirt. Come on. Oh, okay. I spent Excuse the extra me. money. Relax. Uh-huh. All right. Well, everyone enjoy. Be scary.